Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sports for Dummies podcast, episode five, series four. Me, myself, me, myself, blow it, me, myself, me, and myself, I. and I. <laughs> I was going to start singing. Who sings that song again? Beyonce. No, 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 no. What? Me, myself, and I. The, 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 the Is DJ that like that? No, wait, wait. Me, my. myself, and I. So it don't matter if I try. Turn it, got me for life. That song. Yeah, and that's said, a good song. Ooh. Anyway, the or point is. Beyonce. Me, myself, and I, it's all I got in the end. That's what I found out, and there ain't no need to cry. <laughs> right. I'm anyway. my own best friend. There we go. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Um, <laughs> it's not just me, myself, and I. It's me and my good friend, Hope Ellen. Hope, how are you doing? Very, very well, thank you, Lewis. Lots of stuff going on. Kind of want a holiday. Um, but yeah, can't complain. Busy, busy, busy. How about you? We didn't record for quite no, some time. No, we didn't because I was on holiday. I was on holiday. I was away camping down near Brighton. I was in Lewis, actually. Fun fact for those listening, I was about... Lewis was oh, in Lewis. Well, yeah, I had the plea, honestly. <laughs> I've heard that one one too many times to laugh anymore. It's, everyone was like, oh, you're camping in Lewis. And it was like, it was funny, like the first three times. And after that, it got really annoying. Um, <laughs> What was I going to say? Yes. Anyway, I, Lewis was in Lewis. That's correct. I was camping right next to the Brighton Stadium near the Amex. I was just down the road. So there you go. Ooh. Is that where Brighton and Hove play? Yes, that is. Although it's weird, Hope. A bit like some clubs, Brighton don't actually, Brighton effectively play in Lewis. They don't actually play in Brighton. So it's a bit weird. They're Brighton and Hove, but they play in Lewis. But there you go. There you go. But was it a good holiday? Oh, it was lovely. Hope we had an absolutely brilliant time. It was so, the weather was beautiful. We had one slight day of like sort of meh weather right at the end though, which was perfect. Saw Liverpool win the Community Shield in a bar, and the best part about that was we're downstairs in this bar. It was absolutely jam packed with people, and the reason why we went the week before Brighton Pride, so the weekend mm-hmm. of Pride, and the the town was getting ready for it. So bars were getting ready, and people were setting up. So it was quite busy. Um, but anyway, this bar by an absolute master straight. We absolutely, we absolutely smashed it. I went up to the loo at half time. The loo's were upstairs in this kind of like second tier of this bar. And there was this enormous space with a screen that was, uh, it must have been, I don't know, 100 inches or something ridiculous. And there was no one upstairs. So we went up there and I sat and watched the game and it was brilliant. We had an absolutely brilliant time. And obviously Liverpool won. Um, so yeah, it was class. 
Yeah, literally a private, literally a private cinema. It was it was as if we were at home and they turned up the volume really loud. It was class. Absolutely brilliant time. Brilliant. Well, that sounds very good. So there you go. But anyway. I can't think I can't think of anything worse than camping. Don't work on a fair <laughs> show of camping. Do you, know Do you know what? My my partner Daisy, she's got me massively into camping, and I think the reason for that is because um it's one of those things where when you get into the adventurous side of life, it's actually quite fun because, mm. you know, you, you get your own space. Like, and the other helpful thing is that you can do what you want. You know, when you're in a hotel complex, I mean, obviously I'm not going to complain because you get a free pool and all that stuff. But the fun thing with like camping was that you make your own plan. Like it's your own itinerary. It's where you want to go, what you want to do. And equally, you cook your own food. So that's the fun thing. Um, yeah. So, but, I, sp- yeah. I, can see, I can see how if you went with a partner, it would be quite a romantic, nice little thing to do. Oh, hope. We had- in terms of going with family... I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, I, love I family dearly, but I'm over it. And no, the earwigs I, and the smell and the oh, not, hope, not a fan. Don't get me wrong, though, to be fair. The place that we went was effectively glamping because we literally had, we had a private barbecue fire pit, which I'm sure we can insert a photo of, which meant we, we could cook marshmallows, any meats we wanted at any point. We had toilets, showers, a fridge. Like it was, it a was, fridge? Really, it was, well, it That's was a communal camping. It was a communal fridge. Saying that, though, we were camping next to, and I'm amazed. If anyone in the comments knows anything about Brighton and cows, let me know. Because we were camping next to Hope, like the Hercules of cows. They were absolutely Cows wham- on steroids. No, it was as if it was, we were camping next to Hulk Hogan and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They were that big. Like, you know, they were multiple tons. They were in- unbelievably big. There you go. Fun fact. World's strongest man competition should go there and try and lift the cows. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You, they would struggle they were like literally when you because you we couldn't see them at first because you're camping on a hill and you, you know we heard the moo of one of these cows <laughs> and it's like yeah and when you go you can kind of gauge the level of depth in terms of like you know muscle mass and capacity and when when they mooed i i turned to days and i was like yeah this is not going to be normal is it they're going to be absolutely massive and they were so there you go um, so hope, i want to say I think today we have one of the most exciting and unique Sports for Dummies episodes we've ever had. I've got us three stories. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, three stories, one of which is kind of a bit of general news, but two that I can guarantee people won't have heard of. So we're going to start with story number one. We're going to talk about an eSport that I had never heard of before Monday. The most unique sport in the world, I think I'd argue, and it actually involves sitting down all day at computers. We're talking about the world of Excel. Excel? As in... Extra large. Microsoft Excel. Sorry? You know, my, you know, you know, when... right, can I just say, sorry, last week or last time we recorded, we had a debate about whether golf and darts are a sport. Now, in Sports for Dummies... We've got Microsoft Excel entering the race as a sport. What on earth is going on? Hope this this story when <laughs> when I found this out online, I was absolutely amazed. But you've got to hold your horses and you've got to hope all preconceptions because actually I was amazed by the level of depth of this esport, if you will. So this esport, the Excel Championships. Now over the weekends, the weekend that's just passed. ESPN2, so an American broadcast channel, they showed a recent esports event. They replayed a recent event that was known as the All-Star Battle. Now, this saw the best Excel users go head-to-head in like a (laughs) knockout tournament. So eight Excel users. It was set up by the Financial Modeling World Cup, whoever they are, don't really know. But anyway, yeah, so eight experts effectively are trying to solve tasks. Now, don't get me wrong. 
I know absolutely nothing about Excel, so I can offer no advice or any understanding because even watching it, I was like, what? So, yeah. <laughs> there is that equation that equals sum, and then you do the brackets. Yeah, all like, that, right. You'll be like, D3, start, C3. Exactly. So, to be honest, do you know what, Lewis, right? I done GCSE IT. Oh, yeah? Two A stars. I done an extra qualification. Whoa. See, you, you, right, you need to get you involved in the <laughs> I Excel. I can't remember any of it. <laughs> no, but I'm even, even watching it, though, you know, like they're, they're solving the, the things that they're doing. It's like it doesn't actually make any sense when you watch it and you kind of understand it. And if you type in on YouTube, anyone can do this. You just have an Excel championships and you'll see loads of videos pop up. The, the, the equations and things they have to solve the puzzles. I know people love a puzzle, but like, beyond i had no idea what was going on beyond complicated but was founded in september 2020 and has actually massively taken off but we can get to that in just a minute so 2020 obviously lockdown year so maybe people got a passion for excel during that time is it like um different countries competing or do you find there's like a certain nation who are better at excel and have more people competing do you know what i mean like if eight people are most people from one place what I watched, it was quite a few Americans, but I think that is because it's an American-based esport, if you will. I don't know that I didn't watch the whole in truth. I didn't watch all of the pot of video. So it'd be a bit boring. Was, I wasn't really thrilled by it, but either way, people do enjoy it, and that's the important thing. Um, but no, but I, we, I think, but we don't. No, exactly. But a lot of people around the world, I'm sure, will play. I don't. I'm not entirely sure, but to be fair, hope it was more. It was actually better than I expected in terms of. It's a lot more professional than you'd first imagine because they have commentators that feature. They've got scorecards. So, and commentators actually, they simplify things for people listening. So audiences at home don't have to sit there and like me, kind of twiddle your thumbs and have no idea what's going on. So one example would be a commentator said, the contestant that cleans their metal first, they wind up with good knives in the end. And the ones that don't, they get ahead of time, but they wind up with a cracked blade or something. So effectively what they're saying in that is that... Yeah, I'm going to slip back to say, you just said, oh, the commentators made it make sense. Make that make sense, Lewis. What are they all about? <laughs> Metal? So a bit like that idea, Hope, of slow and steady wins the race. So I think what they're saying oh, in that is... Oh, like a tortoise. One, yeah, exactly. So the ones that run ahead, that try and like clean... Effectively what he's saying, the, one, the ones that um, clean their knives straight away, it, it, let's put it into like football terms let's say you go out for the first 15 minutes and you're gung-ho you're going all out attack non-stop attacking you run out of energy the people that do well in these sort of games are the ones with stamina the ones with patience the ones that kind of take time to think about things that i i think what they're saying but it's interesting because hope i just we just want to talk kind of generally about it because actually the next event for those listening if you are interested in watching um if anyone is actually interested i'm not sure anyone will be but if you are then the... <laughs> well, i hope so because we're talking about it on the podcast <laughs> people exactly. might tune off <laughs> but the the next event is called the fmwc that's the fmwc open 2022 in october there's a ten thousand dollar prize fund and for those listening, if you want to enter, you can. For $10, I believe it was, you can enter and you can give it a go. I don't know what the... I'm sure there Go are anywhere. rounds to get through. Uh, yeah, you can literally enter and, and I'm sure there will be like elimination rounds until the sort of final eight or whatever. But there you go. That is what? the might world of Excel. Might tell my mum because she's quite good on the old compute. <laughs> the compute. <laughs> <laughs> she's quite good at it. And she's just retired, so I'm sure she could do a bit of a, a 10,000 bung. Do you know what I mean? If she give wins. it a go. You know, I mean, you lose out on $10 if not, but I mean, earning 10 grand, you haven't done too badly there. And if you well, bring a bit of a pro. if we're transferring $10 to pounds, that's about, that's about nine pound, I think. See, 
It is a about little, that, yeah. A little bit of saving. There we go. So you save cash. But Hope, it's interesting because, you know, talking about kind of ESPN and that sort of thing, they've actually done more sports that are quite niche. They're kind of a very well-known company or broadcasting channel that often broadcast sports that aren't necessarily sort of mainstream so you know this was nationally broadcast in the united states on espn too so this wasn't on you know itv7 at three o'clock in the morning with 10 people watching you know and granddad dave's asleep and he's woken up and gone what am i watching now you know you've got actual people tuning in you know they've they've broadcast ultimate frisbee championship the paper airplane championship my favorite of all is the world air guitar championships Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you know what? My boss from behind the gloves, Michelle Joy Phelps, shout out Michelle. She is now the ESPN presenter for Cornhole, I think it's called, when you throw beanbags into a hole. Oh, oh, really? So they show that as well, yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So saying that, so you know, I hope exactly. So, I mean, it's quite cool. And the thing I respect about it more than anything, regardless of whether you think this is an exciting sport or one that necessarily doesn't thrill you, the fun thing is that ESPN are kind of highlighting and showing the fact that sports doesn't have to just be mainstream. And as you've said, it can be it can be corn throwing into holes or playing the air guitar. So what is the definition of sport now being changed or what? Well, because you've got to remember, this is an e-sport. So it's not. No, no, it's still got sport in the name. Yeah, but an eSport is like FIFA is an eSport because it's a virtual, it's a okay, virtual. But, but air guitar is not eSport, is it? No, that would be a sport. That would be... Right, that's what I'm saying. So like the term sport is not really, it's changing because for me, mm. I think sport is something that makes you sweaty. It's a physical thing. Yeah. Um, But maybe not. Maybe it's changing. No. It's interesting, though, isn't it, to, think, to talk about and kind of think about how the world of sports is changing. Because the truth is, if you look back, there have always been unique sports. And there are hundreds we can name in the UK and hundreds of traditions where... You Go know, on the then, cheese... name 100. <laughs> Drop and give me 100. Ah, that was funny. Um, you know, saying that, though, right, the one I can give you, you know, the, the che- I can't remember what it's called exactly, but the cheese rolling thing yes, that people do. Yes, I've seen well, that down the hill. Yeah, like that. That so is a sport. Maybe, maybe sport nowadays doesn't just refer to physical things it refers to hobbies like fishing mm. is that a sport probably it's yeah. still physical though yeah it, fishing is a sport but it is still physical because obviously it involves the the leaning and the twizzling of the rod i don't i don't really know but yeah but it, i don't know Weird. it's interesting though, isn't it and how i guess how dynamic the word sports and esports are but as we said this is that a good a thing though is the question Mm, is it good that the the, the definition is kind of broadening i think to an extent i I think there are some things that you certainly look at i know people we've had even that debate of say darts versus golf versus whatever if you say i don't know corn throwing is a sport then that certainly will stir up a conversation but i think what can't be i think what can't be denied is that so this is an e-sport e-sports are completely different because that isn't that isn't referring to a physical activity you know that's referring to effect or maybe you know it is because they talk about their hands don't i don't really know anyway the whole point we're is both, as you can tell we're both lost but if you've got any thoughts on this please do give us an email sports dummies podcast at gmail.com share your views yeah i don't really have a i don't really have an opinion on that i just think the world mm. of sports is changing and um, but it's quite interesting to think that you know a company now espn that you know they're playing the basketball baseball all these things and then you switch over and you've got the xl championships going on 
I think I need to see this just to just to witness it. We'll have to leave some stuff on our YouTube video. But yeah, anyway, everybody, that was story number number one. One. I, I thought we were going to do that at the same time. Then story no, number one. No. Okay, Lewis. Moving away from Excel spreadsheets, which kind of made me feel sick and reminded me of school. To story number two. Yes, we're talking hope about the goat of tennis. So I'm sure you can name straight away. <laughs> Genuinely so- thought you meant a goat then. Because you, you said that how random these <laughs> stories are this week. And I have no idea what to expect. You're talking about Serena Williams, aren't you? I am indeed. Hope this, this is the one kind of like mainstream story of the week. We're talking about Miss Serena Williams, who is set to retire next month. In fact, no, it's this month, isn't it? Because it's August. It is August. So I'm getting my dates wrong already. Blimey, that's scary. It's already August. Is, How's it August? Is, is she really going to retire or is she doing a Tyson Fury? Uh, so I hope we can tie that in. No, I think she's going to retire because in her article for Vogue, she was she met with Vogue and she spoke to them. She was quoted saying, and there's lots of things we can talk about, but it's the hardest thing that I could ever imagine. I don't want it to be over, but at the same time, I'm ready for what's next. And her statement that we can highlight and talk about, I hate I have to be at the crossroads. I keep saying it to myself. I wish it could be easy for me but it's not. Hope, it looks very much as if after um, Flushing Meadows in US, the US Open, Serena's calling it a day. So what's the crossroads then? Family and career or future and career? I don't understand what the crossroads so she is. Wants, the talk is she wants another child, but she doesn't want to be pregnant while playing tennis because previously she, she was. Won she won two months. That's pregnant. correct. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Exactly that. Um, and that was her last, that was actually her last slam in 2017. That was at the Australian Open. And she was eight weeks, two months pregnant with daughter Olympia. So you're exactly that. But also she's actually got ties in a business. She She's just invested, I believe, in a US women's based soccer team. It's either a US women's based or men's based soccer team. I know that for a fact. Because there was um, talk at one point of her and Lewis uh, Hamilton buying Chelsea. Yes, there was. There absolutely was. Obviously, that didn't come to fruition. But she is the f- highest earning female athlete of all time. She is the GOAT. And I thought we had to talk about this because the <laughs> fact is... <laughs> That's my GOAT. Did you like it? Sound like a... No, it's got to be... I don't know. Goat... <laughs> they like bleep, don't they? <laughs> you know what I have to do? We'll have to go out later. I have to go and find because they're on oh, their sheep. They're not. There aren't any goats. It's a shame. In my local kind of like field. There are hundreds of sheep. So I go up and record to them. Lewis is going to go on a ghost uh, ghost hunt. <laughs> a goat hunt. A goat hunt. That'd not to murder them, FYI, just to record their voice. No, just just yeah, exactly. Just record. Would you call them. it a voice? I don't know. Sound? Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's like their yeah, it's their noise, isn't it? It's their it's their, it's their noise. Um, Quick question before we move on. Isn't yes. it weird that we say a dog? barks when it doesn't sound like a bark well how define bark though what would bark sound like bark <laughs> but they go woof yeah but when you do you know what i mean it's like ducks quack because they do they go quack i see what you mean to be fair or cats oh, yeah, meow. they do meow. but dogs don't bark dogs woof Mm, that is, we've got to find that out. If anyone in the comments, there you see, go. we are asking the big, first it's about Excel. Now it's about why dogs are barking. We've got the big questions on the Sports with Dummies podcast. Now I've got that song barking in my head. Oh, I, I, the <laughs> thing that you said to me, I just had, what does the fox say? Because obviously you're talking about animals oh, and noise Oh, what does stuff. the fox say? Yep, that was in my head the other day. Anyway, back to the story. Uh, Serena Williams doesn't want to be pregnant when she's playing, but why does that mean she needs to retire? Why can't she just have her baby? like have a 
time out and then come back? I think hope, to be honest, at some point for sports men and women, your body has to call it a day and you have mm. to physically feel Get inside. Sore knees. But- when it's done and the truth is hope tennis takes a toll on your body and to put into perspective and to give you some stats about serena her first title was in 1999 she was 17 years old at the u.s open she won she's won wimbledon seven times the australian open seven times she's won six u.s opens three french opens the two best facts of the day though which i didn't know she's had 319 weeks at the top of world ranking and 186 consecutive weeks at world number one. So when put into perspective, Hope, the toll on her body must be absolutely immeasurable. That is incredibly, incredibly impressive because it was only the other week that we were mentioning how low down the rankings that she had had gone just for not p- playing for a bit. Exactly. So it's very easy to go down that ranking. Like she was on like a thousand or something, weren't she? Like yeah, she was oh, rated a, like a crazy number. You remember it was like a thousand and twenty-six or something. I can't so remember exactly what it was. To, so to stay at number one, that is quite sensational. Sensational. She is hope an absolute superstar. There's no two ways about it. But I think the other thing as well about her crossroads is the fact that she's not happy to retire. You know, it sounds as if she's quite disappointed in the fact that she's going to have to. But I think the fact is that everything comes to a close at the end of the day. But it's it's difficult. And as you said, someone like Tyson Fury, who we can tie in nicely, you know, looks if he's retiring and he's, oh, I'm retiring. A big John's never coming back to boxing. And then the next thing you know, he's turning around and saying it's go time. So actually, it's actually but- starting to annoy me, to be honest with you, Tyson Fury. Really? Yeah, he is annoying because it's like, you're not really retiring. So why even are you making this whole thing? I know it's not publicity, but it's just like, it's so transparent. It's so not real. Stop it. Yeah, and now he's I, called out Shazora and he sent a contract to Shazora, which, okay, I understand that he wants to break a record and have another trilogy, but obviously Shazora's going to lose that fight. It's not a hard fight. Well, I mean, Shazora might surprise me, but from the offset, it's like, come on, annoying me. Tyson, you're annoying. No, I, yeah. I understand hope. And I think it, there is there is something about people retiring and unretiring and retiring and unretiring that is definitely oh. frustrating. I think it'd be different for me. And again, with Tyson, if, you know, um, if AJ beats Usyk in that fight and he turns around and goes, right, now it's time. We know that's going to happen. That's, that's exactly. going to happen. So why but, are you throwing Derek in the mix? I don't get it. And and surely the point should be for someone like Fury is that he announces he's got the fight. Oh, but the truth is kind of the underlying thing, hope, from what I, I my two cents on it would be, the Chisora fight is a warm-up for him to get him back into the ring and get ready for that fight. And he will fight, I assume, the winner of whoever wins that, you know, out of Usyk versus AJ. And obviously everyone, everyone's got fingers crossed that it's going to be AJ because that's the fight everyone dreams of. But it would be, obviously, it's going to be disappointing if they don't ever, you know, come head to, like face-to-face because the fact is they are two of the best boxers of all time. But also it would be one of the most iconic fights in the history of boxing. And it would be a real disappointment if it doesn't happen. But I guess we'll have to wait and see. We'll move on from boxing, but just a, yes. one last thing. Um, a fight yesterday was announced. Chris Eubank Jr. and Conor Ben. Yes, I saw that? that on the 8th. I hope, I'm going to be honest. I don't have an opinion. Um, <laughs> the only thing I know, I saw someone tweet and said, interesting family feud here, looking forward to it. So I'd be interested to hear your opinion because the truth is, I, again, yeah, no. I like I like Chris Eubank Jr. purely because of his dad. So that'd be my, <laughs> that'd be my take on it because that is stupendous. Chris... <laughs> Chris Eubank Sr. and Nigel Ben, so Connor's dad, had a big f- f- feud years and years Aww. and years ago. And they fought. 
So the reason the two are fighting now, because they're different weight divisions, the only reason that Ben and Eubank are fighting now is because of that father legacy. I've got it. It's a big money. It's a big money fight. It's yeah. quite. I think it's quite risky for uh, Eubank Junior because if he loses, he's losing to someone from a, a lower weight class. Whereas Connor Ben is going to have to lose. fight someone who's yeah. So he's got nothing to lose. So it's interesting. It's a lot of money so, on the line. Eight, 8th of October, I believe it is, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Yeah, I'll be, go, going, so. I'll be going to that. Oh, yeah? You're getting in the... What are you doing? <laughs> I'll be doing my reporting. Way! I'm not a ring girl. It was round one, fight, you know. <laughs> anyway, so, but be Serena Williams... Is that what I'd be like, quickly? No, no, you wouldn't. No, no, you wouldn't be like that. I don't... I think I you... I'd be dancing on the ring. What, doing like your head bopping? Or you can even yeah. do the air guitar. Look, we just learned about that. You get ESPN involved as well. Honestly, my dancing is embarrassing. I went to a show um, last weekend in Sheffield and they had um, like, what's it called? Steel drums and trumpets. Right. I love, I was loving life. I was dancing. I was next to my friend Nick and he just kept wetting himself laughing at me because I was like, oh, ah, this week Caroline come up and I stood up. Great time. <laughs> we'll have Great to go time. at some point because that would be, that. that I, I like a good, a good dance to be fair as well. And it's, especially when steel drums are legendary, but yeah, hope all in all. Back. Serena Williams. Yeah, back to Miss <laughs> Serena. You know, she is an icon. And the fact is, regardless of what happens at the US Open, regardless if she goes out round one, if she has to pull out because of an injury, whatever, or if she goes on to win the final, she is going down as a legend. But of course, we can't ignore and deny the fact that she what is only one title away from Margaret Court's record at 24 titles. So Serena has 23. Margaret's got 24. And there was always that what if, you know, what Ooh. if Serena comes back to Wimbledon and wins and then goes to Flushing Meadows and wins and tops it. But now the best she can do is draw. So, yeah. Oh, well, well, I don't think she's retiring then. No, I hope I do. I, because the way that she said, and kind of from her interview and what she said, she doesn't like comparing herself to anybody else. She's in her own lane. And the truth is that when Margaret Court was playing, it was a very different time to now say for tennis. So I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. But I do, I, I back Serena to retire and stay retired only because also she is at an age too where I think, again, you never know. Again, it's hard to, it's hard to call, it's hard to gauge. But if she becomes pregnant again, she's always, always said that she would not play while being pregnant. So I guess we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, that other lady, Eric, Erica, Eric, what's her name? Margaret Court. No, 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 the young girl who won something. Oh, Emma Raducanu. What's happening there? It's all gone very quiet. Yeah, so she played Hope at Wimbledon and she... She went out really early. It was like the second round or something. She, yeah, she's massively fallen off. So kind of to give a brief overview, Sports with Ami style. Okay, this is how I'm going to call it. It's a little bit like Man United in that she, they, she had a great coach. She won. Um, uh, everything's she did, going right. Yeah, it was all going well. And then she quit with her coach. Basically, they called it a day. And from that point, since she kind of left her coach she hasn't played well really at any tournaments and she's looked okay you know she's been she's done all right I think in the French Open she was okay for a couple of rounds and then again went out so no I, I think again but that's the thing Hope some people Why just kind I, of her yeah, and a coach split do you know oh no it, it came out but I can't remember it was a I think it was a difference of opinions or something and the truth is Hope at that age and it's no, not backhand. no I don't want to do a backhand <laughs> yeah exactly and I don't want to I don't want to criticize Emma but I think that age certainly plays a part because the fact is 
if you're 19 or 20, a bit like when you have a boss that's really annoying, like kind of at any age, but I think more than ever when you're young, you want to grow and thrive. And if you're finding that your coach isn't sort of striding you, pushing you forwards to greatness, then you're kind of like, right, get stuffed. But sadly, none of other coaches have bounced in the way that, that he did. Do you think that there's an element of she was successful and it kind of went to her head and she forgot who got her there? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that because I think she... She built she built her own success in that tournament at the US Open. She was amazing. There's no two ways about it. She was absolutely coach? incredible. Yeah, she was. But but equally, the fact is a bit like anyone says, it's a two way, like it's a how do I explain in a way? It's a two way street in that the coach puts in effort for you to win and teach you things and encourages you, blah blah blah. But you've also got to play well. You know, Premier League winners, winners of anything. It's not just about the coaching. It is also about the people on the pitch or court, wherever you're playing, and if they deliver. And she played exceptionally well, probably better than she's ever played before and ever will play, potentially, from the way she's playing at the moment. Um, but there is clear there is clear class. She plays with a very, very high standard. She's a good tennis player, there's no doubt. But I think the effect, a bit like Serena, maybe, it goes one or two ways, and we'll have to see how her career progresses. Because someone like Serena flourished after she won at 17 years old in 1999. Her career took off. And Emma's might not do that. Emma might win and just fade. I remember there's one person that I can name you. There's a guy in uh, darts called Rob Cross. Now, it's back in, oh goodness, 2017, 18. Rob Cross was playing in the final. A bit like this. Imagine right now this year in the final, it's Emma Raducanu against Serena Williams. It's that sort of battle. So you've got a young guy, new to the game, unknown, versus the greatest or one of the greatest darts players. Don't. The greatest darts of all time. <laughs> Phil, of all time! <laughs> Phil the Power Taylor. And Rob Cross beat him in the final in an unexpected win. And it's that sort of thing where after that victory for Rob, I mean, he he's picked up some good results here or there, but he never, ever matched that game and he never matched that tournament again. And you just wonder if Emma's kind of under the same pressure now after winning. Yeah. Yeah, that must be taking its toll on her mentally because everyone was like, what? getting all these brand deals getting all this attention all this money la, 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 and now kind of falling off yeah she must be in a, a tough spot so sending well wishes to emma who i know is listening yeah absolutely emma we wish you all the best my friend um going forwards in the future because you know we want to we want to see her succeed and actually she has such a bright career ahead of her i just hope she can find a tennis coach that can really let her settle i believe she's got a new mm. coach now but again I can't promise anything because every two months it seems like there's someone new on the block in terms of coaching for her. And so, yeah, let's just hope that she can really settle with a coach and really unlock her talent. Because the truth is, Hope, you don't win you don't win a tournament by fluke. It doesn't happen. You've, there's got to yeah. be a skill element there. And she handled the pressure on the biggest stage, age 18. or She was 18, wasn't she? And she did it. And so there is definitely potential in her to do well. So um, we'll have to wait and see. It must be quite difficult doing a, a tournament. And I'm going back going to go back to boxing here just because that's the one I know. But in terms of like, if you have a fight date, you're preparing for that opponent and the yeah. way that that opponent fights or that you've you've seen how they've performed previously and you try and train to um, take that, use that to your advantage, their weaknesses. But if you're doing a tournament and every, like you're playing, what? I don't know, how many people do they play? Like five people? We've got round, depending on when you go in, let's say round one, two, three, four, five which is quarters semis finals maybe seven to eight right. opponents so you've got to have a game plan for all of yeah. those opponents that's a lot of work and how are you going to remember it 
So which, yeah, which is anyway. exactly why you need a coach. That's it because they can prepare for you those people of if you get X versus Y versus Z, who you get ready for. And the other thing with tennis, hope you've got to remember is that often the turnaround is it's about 24 hours. You know, you might have one day off and then you're playing again. And there is no, there is no rest time in tennis. It's not like a sport where in the Premier League, say you've got a week in between and you can tactically prepare and mentally prepare. No, in tennis, it's a relentless, grueling sport and you've got to be on it. You have to be on also, it. Also, you'd have to prepare for all different eventualities because the person you're preparing for might lose and then you're fighting some, not fighting, you're <laughs> tennis battling someone else. Exactly. So there you go. Oh, gosh. Anyway, should we move on but, to story number three? We keep digressing. It's yeah, great. No, story, but... Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Hope. We'll, we'll wrap it all up there with story number three. Now, Hope, I'm going to put this out there. I'm going to be brave and say this. Oh. This is the weirdest, most unique story we have ever covered. And I would say we'll probably ever cover on Sports for Dummies. I don't really have any other words to explain, but we're talking today, Hope, about a footballer called Mohamed Bura. Tarai. Does not ring any bells. Now, Hope, you may not have heard of it, but you certainly won't forget the name now. Because Mr. Mohammed, the Malmo forward, missed his own wedding and he sent his brother instead of him. <laughs> Why did he miss the wedding? And does that mean the wife is now married to the brother? Right. No. So, okay. The fiasco, Hope, and the drama that unfolded in July for Mohammed and his partner. So the wedding was set for July 21st. So he was all ready to go in Sierra Leone. He was prepared for it. He was going to get married there. But Swedish club Malmo, so they're one of the top clubs in Sweden, actually where Zlatan Ibrahimovic came from, great striker. They wanted Is the that 20- our new guy for Liverpool? <laughs> no. Zlatan Hope is a 40-year-old for AC Milan. He played for Man United, Barcelona, Inter Milan. Uh, one really tall guy. Who, but didn't we just look- get a new Swedish player? No, we signed a port. We signed a, a Uruguayan called Darwin Nunez. Blonde man. He's got a little pony. What? I think I'm maybe thinking about a different team. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. You're blonde. He's not. He's got a little like man bun. I like a square face. No, I don't. I've. I actually it's don't have a clue. Spon- it's not a SpongeBob, but. Anyway, carry on with your story. Right. Sorry, we don't go back to Mohammed. Yes, so he was due to join on the twenty-first, but unfortunately, he couldn't make it because Malmo wanted him to join up earlier with the squad. Their season's currently ongoing, and so he missed his own wedding and was announced as a Malmo player on July twenty-second. Now, the weird thing also about all this hope is his brother walked down the aisle on his behalf. So I was like, okay, so he couldn't be there. So his brother walked down. So lots of questions arise from that. Like when they say kiss the bride, did they just sort of awkwardly hug and go for my brother or did they cheer and go for Mohammed? I don't really know. And the weirdest thing of all that came out of all of this was Mohammed then posted photos online and he wrote a quite a sweet caption of, you know, me and my wife, um, Sayad Badoon, I believe her name is. And anyway, there were wedding photos of them together, but obviously they didn't get married on the day. They Photoshop his head on. No, so even weirder hope. They took photos weeks before the wedding actually happened so they took wedding photos in the wedding dress so he saw the wedding dress before the wedding and he obviously got all dressed up in um in his suit they took photos and he posted it acting as if it was happening then but it didn't so in terms of one of the most random stories thing i've ever heard in my life Mohammed wins it so did right this makes me think they had an inkling that he might not be able to make the wedding 
It must have all been planned. So, yeah. So they done the photos and the legal part of the ceremony before, weeks before. And then when he got the call, they were like, right, okay, no problem. We've done that. Brother can walk down the aisle because it's just the party element. Yeah. But even still, Hope, the question still remains, right? Like, do you tell your family that you're not going to actually be at the wedding or do you surprise them? Because when they look, they're, they're like, yeah, you know, and obviously when you walk in, you sit down, you know, in the church, wherever they're having the wedding, I don't know. But you're sitting down and you're looking forward towards mm. the, um, and you're going, pretty sure that's not Mohammed. You know, what what sort of, what sort of questions are running through? Or equally, on the invitation, did it say you're invited to Mohammed, like with a big cross through, brother and <laughs> wedding, <laughs> like ceremony? You know, it's just, it's interesting. It would be quite a good technique if they were twins well that's what it didn't that's what did wasn't made clear sadly because i couldn't work out if they were twins or not i don't think they were that's what it's i don't think they were um but it's very interesting a very just very unique story that i certainly very understanding very understanding wife oh and hope it actually gets worse because he then said in an interview we're going to win the league and then i will go on a honeymoon so not only did he miss the wedding, they're not even going on a honeymoon yet because he has to win the league with Malmo first. It's like, Mohammed, mate, what's going on? Where's the priorities? Yeah, they obviously, like, he obviously had the conversation when they first got together. Look, my career comes first. Yeah. All right, I love you. Career comes first. And she obviously was like, cool. Yeah, and good for them. I mean, I just think it's it. very... Just very interesting because I've never heard a story quite like it. So, you know, he did come on actually in Malmo's 3-0 win. Um for the Europa League qualifying round against a Luxembourg team called Diddeleng, which I think is a great name. Good old Diddeleng. Um, last Thursday. So there you go. So Mohamed has featured for Malmo and we'll have to wait and see what happens with his career. But I hope the question is, if you were to get married and yep. you, let's say you were going to be the lead sports reporter on Joshua against Tyson Fury, right? <laughs> you've, got, you've got the lead anchor role in whatever context that looks like. And you've got a wedding set up, but sadly the dates clash. Surely you just move the wedding. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, right? If I took a leaf out of this guy's book, my sister looks quite like me. <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> no, she I mean, she's already, she's already married, but she looks quite like me. You, on the other hand, if you were in this situation, you're an only child, Lewis. So you're screwed, mate. I'm mudded. I'm absolutely mudded. Although, do you know on the bright side, as I said, I just moved no, the wedding. You've got a dog though, haven't you? You could just dress it up. Not a little Milo. Yeah, put a mask on him. <laughs> Good boy. He's very sweet. I'd, I'd let him, of all the people to let someone represent me at a wedding, he'd probably be up there as number one. But equally, I can't imagine. Even if he licked his balls down the aisle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you know the way of doing it would be, to, if you keep him entertained, you either, you'd have to put a dog ball at the front or... You know it'd be funny actually if it was the other way around. If you're having like a dog wedding, right? It sounds silly. The way of making the group, the, may- the way of making the bride walk in would be to lay treats down the aisle, and then they just go in a straight line. Yeah, I know, but they just stop every two seconds. To be fair, I've been at weddings where that's happened purely because the little bridesmaids are so small and they're so slow that I was at a wedding. My best and were good mates, Tom and Joy, very very sweet wedding. Absolutely loved it back in February, but. The little bridesmaids, bless them, they were like three and four and they couldn't, their little legs didn't walk very far. So it was like, whoop and stop and whoop and stop. And <laughs> so, you know, you're like, come on. So it'd be a bit like that, you know, little Milo or whoever powering through the aisle, you know. I went to my brother's wedding in April. My little niece, she's five. Yeah. She done a very good job, actually. She walked oh, yeah? down the I mean, she was very speedy because she was nervous. So she oh. kind of was like, biting her, biting her nails, going like, <laughs> 
cry all night. And then the other one just cried the whole time. So my sister couldn't actually watch the wedding. But there you go. Kids and weddings don't go. No, and probably dogs don't either. But all in all, um, (laughs) quite an interesting story. And I think we'll be interesting to see as well if Mohammed does have any more news about his honeymoon and what happens with that. And hopefully Malmo win the league, Hope, because the truth is it'll be an absolute disaster if Malmo don't win it. After all that faff of going there and getting signed and all that stuff, imagine if Malmo don't win the league. Nightmare. And then he gets divorced. (laughs) While we're here. Icing on the cake. Oh, hope that's actually dreadful. What? They're 17 games in. There's 30 games in total in the Alsvenskan. So 17 games in. They are currently in sixth place. They're five points off first. So they're not that far away, really. But they're not first. So all that faff, all that effort of going to the length of getting married and you're not even going to win the league. No, I, is... have, I have belief they can get them five points. Well, Hope, let's, let's wait let's and see. Back. Because the league ends. And for those listening, please remind us in the comments. The league ends... November the 6th. Now, obviously, the tides can be wrapped up way before then if a team takes off. It's a long time. But I hope, don't forget, they play over the summer, really, because they're, uh, because it's warmer for them. Sorry, it's too cold in the winter to play. Where is this? Sweden. Malmo and Sweden. So different, it's kind of a very different world. I mean, they still, they play Champions League football and stuff. Um, I don't really know how their season works, to be fair. I haven't really, like, obviously, my grandfather lives in Sweden, but I've never really followed the Alsvenskan League. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. There you go. So he moved. My mum's dad lives in a, a, literally a place in the middle of nowhere. With no one he's Australian. Of, he, that's right. He's an Aussie, but he lives in Sweden. So there you go. Good eye, mate. I'm in Sweden. Did you <laughs> enjoy Sweden. that? Sweden's a very right. place. And on that merry note, Lewis has got some homework to do about the Swedish Cup, whatever it's called. The Alsvenskan. There we go. The Alsvenskan. Um, that's quite good, I feel. If Thank I. you. Yeah. Yeah. No, good mine, best. not yours. Yeah, all right. Shut up. Never heard you say shit up in my life. I uh, thought you were a sweetheart, Lewis. Gosh. Um, on that merry note, I'll talk about weddings and dogs and Excel and been a very random episode. Very I've loved random. it That's, every minute. I said, that's exactly hope. That's what it's all about. So for those listening, please do leave us a comment on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube or equally send us a, an email at sportsdummiespodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you enjoyed, any other weird random stories we missed out on that we could have spoken about. Um, and hope the question is, What's going down for you for the rest of the week? Just quickly as well, I just wanted to say to people, um, I challenge you to share this with one person. Send it to your nan, send it to your best mate, send it to your uncle, who knows? Just send it somewhere, just to one person, please. Thank you. And we can see where people are listening from, which is really cool. We can see all the different countries. Um, So thank you for everyone who's listening, not in the UK also. Yeah, hello to those. We get a few US listeners and I think it's my brother. So shout out to Joe. Hello, Joe. Legend. Hello, Joe. Right, on that note, rest of the day, I'm re-recording some work because I've got a client who asked for it again. So that's a bit annoying, but it's all good. Um, and then I'm taking the cats to the vets. We'll enjoy that. Hope I hope it goes well. Yes. What about you? What am I doing the rest of today? Um, not a lot, to be fair. I'm going to meet a mate later actually outside in the absolutely sweaty sunshine. So I'll go and do that. My mate Finn, absolute legend. And talk all things football because he's a Man United fan. Obviously, we support Liverpool. So two very, very sad fans after the weekend um but it is what it is so it's all right Ooh, two more things one my dad's birthday tomorrow shout oh, out to paul happy birthday paul paul. happy birthday look what i got him oh yeah in with the airpods how old's paul to be honest with you, i don't know 60 something i think it's 64 
or five. I'm not sure. I go. thought he was 67 the other day and he was really offended. Um, and what Blimey. else am I going to say to you? Oh, What were you saying before that? Liverpool, Man United. Yes. Shout out the guy that you'd done the live with because that was interesting. Oh, Jules, yeah. Brothers Keeper. It was good fun. I really enjoyed it. Very interesting. I mean, some controversial opinions, which we don't have to share now, but I was intrigued at some of the answers. But all in all, it was a great time. I had fun. I had fun. Who is it? Sorry. So it's called Brothers Keeper. So it's a Christian, like, faith-based... Fo- can't speak. Faith-based page football account on Instagram. Got there in the end. Um, and it was like a live stream. So every week they kind of do a football wrap-up of the weekend, what's going on and stuff. So yeah, so he's my... Or one of the pastors at a church I go to in London. So there you oh, go. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's a good lad, cool. Jules. There you go then. So if you've got an interest in faith and football, or check one it out. the other, check it out. Or equally... If you want to hear me moan about football, yeah, brothers keep it. If you want to hear us moan about football. Although, to be fair, I hope before we do quickly go, I'm not sad because there's still 37 games to go, so can't complain. But, you know, not the ideal start, but we were. You know what? I didn't even watch it. You Bad fan. Get Bad. out. Leave. Bad. Cat lady. <laughs> I haven't cleaned my teeth yet today. That mic's going to smell. <laughs> that is naughty. Right, well, on that note, before we all get whatever, see you in a bit, everybody. Bye. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.